Energy is everything, and how you manage your energy matters more now than ever before. Join me and my dear, dear soul sister, Tasha Kretel, for a candid conversation about the importance of energetic hygiene. In this episode, you'll learn about the two different energetic bubbles that most people find themselves living in. The importance of listening to your body, even if that means doing things differently what it means to be courageous, and it's not what you think, how you can shift your energetics through ceremonial practices, and why we must hold our rituals sacred. Natasha Kretel is a coach, mentor, activator, and disruptor. She's the host of the Your Expansive Self podcast, a meditation and breathwork teacher, and a devoted guide for women claiming their space in the world. She is passionate about self-healing, leadership, energetics of business and wealth consciousness, and becoming the revolution we want to see in our world. Now, if you dig this podcast, please do connect with Natasha. She can be found on Instagram at Tasha Credle or on her website, TashaCredle.com. Those links and more will be in the show notes. And of course, you can find me as well on Instagram, Twitter at I am Ruby or join my Awaken Aware community on Telegram, RubyFramon.com forward slash Telegram. If you don't yet have a copy of my book, Potent Leadership, grab your copy today on Amazon, on Audible. You can also walk into your local bookstore and grab a copy. And if you are in California or Austin, you can grab a copy at Sun Life Cafe, which is pretty cool. Uh, But this book, it's like the more, the deeper we get into what's going on in the world, the more I see just how important the message in this book is. So grab your copy of Potent Leadership and Let me just say the Audible version is a major activation. So find Potent Leadership on Audible. You can also go to potentleadership.com. Now, whether you are a loyal listener or brand new to the podcast, please take a few minutes to drop a rating and a review on iTunes and download a few episodes. Your downloads, your ratings, your reviews, all of this helps me get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. Now, it is time to dive into the importance of energetic hygiene with my dear friend, Tasha Kretel. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremon, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. 
Hey leaders, we are back with another new episode of Potent Truth. And today, just like last week, I have a dear, dear soul sister on the show with me today. And this one is, she's a little extra and she's a little extra special. (laughs) And you'll start to see what I mean. We first connected at a mutual friend's house for, I, I think it was a baby shower and our eyes locked. And we found each other in a deep conversation immediately. And I think it was within the first five minutes, we found out that we were both Canadian. And then it was just like BFFs for life. While she was living in Austin, we were pretty inseparable. We talked all the time, FaceTime, send each other really weird facial expression photos. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, she's just a whole bag of fun. So I'm really excited. (laughs) How was that introduction? That was great. I'm really excited to present to y'all today, Tasha Credle, or her official name, Natasha, but no one calls her Natasha. I still think she needs to drop the N-A because everyone just calls you Tash. Tash, welcome to Potent Truth. (sighs) Thanks, babe, for having me. Thanks, Ruby Freeman. Is it from, (laughs) wait, from, free, this is funny. C'est Fremont. Fremont. Wow. Thank you, Ruby Fremont for having me. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. I'm very excited to speak some truth, be in this little energetic bubble with you and to just have really awesome conversation wherever it leads us. I mean, I feel like I'm always in your energetic bubble. I feel like we're always, you are definitely, (laughs) yes, you are. I wake up. I think of Ruby. I go to bed. I think of Ruby. I'm dreaming. I think of Ruby. (laughs) Ruby's all around me all the time. (laughs) that's so sweet. Um, (laughs) that's one of the things I love about us. We can go to many different dimensions together. Yes. And what was interesting is, well, now you find yourself temporarily back in one of the most insane countries in the world right now, AKA our homeland. Even worse, Quebec. Oh, Quebec. Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. Cause we, it's like in Texas, we were kind of, we are kind of in a little bubble and not as much as Florida is, but there is a little bit of a bubble here. I will say the bubble's getting infiltrated with a lot of weird shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really interesting how people's belief systems differ depending on where they live and their environments mm-hmm. and how apparent that is nowadays. Like Mm -hmm. talk to us about this move, temporary move Mm -hmm. from Austin, being in Austin for months. How Mm -hmm. long were you here? A year, a year. So being in Austin for a year and going back to Quebec and what you've noticed just Mm -hmm. in like the energetics and behaviors of people. Austin was very friendly from the get-go. It was very, you walk the streets people say hi, they're kind, they're smiling for the most part, you know, depends where you are, obviously, and who you are and how you're showing up. But with me, it's I've noticed like, everyone was always super, super friendly. And, you know, there were some who were very, still in their little COVID bubbles, and that's fine. But for the most part, like, you could tell that the city was not being led by that energy. There were people who were believing it and that's totally cool. Whatever you do, you, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't leading the energetic of the city. 
and of course our community is like very anchored and for the most part and is very fun and playful and in that there is a lot of space for joy and and you coming back home to yourself right and then i came back here and i and i i mean we we were talking about it even before i left i could feel how i would definitely need to be very discerning as to where my energy is going I had to be more careful and not careful from the place of fear, careful from the place of love for myself and what type of energy I want to embody, regardless of what's going on externally. Um, and so as I came back here in Montreal city, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of lucky because I'm not in downtown, which is a whole other energy itself. So I'm a little bit out of the city by the water and a cute, small town, but even there, like people are still very kind and you can see that they're driven on survival right now. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel they're like, you know, the other day I was just at a coffee shop before I came up North here and I'm, I'm there for five minutes. And I kid you not, when I say I heard, sorry, I mean, that's a Canadian thing, but I heard, sorry, like 16 times in five minutes, just because everyone was like, Oh, like, don't come too close. Don't don't. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to squeeze. And like everyone is driven in the survival. And it was really interesting to observe, um, just the two, what it felt like, especially when I came back, it was so clear because it was so fresh in my system. There's just two clouds of energy that is happening. There's one that is that survival fear-based scarcity. Uh, yeah. Just dark, very dense. And then there's this other one that is very abundant and very filled with love and community and whatever else. And when I landed here, I, it felt like I was, I was right away tapped into this abundant cloud, which was great. So I was like, Oh my God, all this energy. And I was that what I was hearing was like, wow, everyone's in this bubble that is very, very dense, but there's this other one that no one's choosing and it's here. Like it's, it's always here, right? It's always there, but no one's choosing to be in it. And that's when I realized that, you know, I had to deepen my practices even more every day with my own energetic hygiene and my own ways that I can stay anchored and continuously ask all the time to be disconnected from the mass consciousness that is not serving me. And that is fear-based and just come back and come back and come. And so it was a lot more energy and I can, I can witness myself needing a lot more rest, a lot more nourishment to sustain that decision and that choice over and over and over again, because it's very easy to get sucked in, mm -hmm. whether it's a, you know, program, a thought, um, an energy, whatever that it's so easy to get sucked in, especially when everyone's in it. So that's been the biggest shift that I've like witnessed is, is always like the choice. Like you, you, no matter how dense it is, you always have the choice. Cause there's always where there's one, there's always the other. So you, you, yeah, you have to choose consciously over and over and over again and just make it your non-negotiables mm -hmm. anchor into that. And from that place, I've been able to attract really cool humans, which has been great. Cause I did not think I would, I thought I was going to be like by myself in my own little bubble. So attracted really cool humans who are on the same page, attracted places that are not conforming. So, you know, there's no past, there's no nothing. There's, you just go in, no mask, you just walk right in, you're in. And I was like, wow, like this is rare, but 
again, me choosing to stay in that anchor, of course, it's going to come and find me because mm-hmm. that's, that's how it works. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's, I think the biggest, the biggest differences that I've it's yeah, <laughs> it's been, yeah. it's been very interesting to navigate. That's for sure. Yeah. It's all energy. It's all energetics. I mean, I, yep. I can say that I notice even a difference between, cause I was off, off of Facebook for a long time, mm. for a long time. And then I went back on just to poke the bear and see what's going on. And that's mm-hmm. where all my Canadian people still are. Whereas mm. all the Canadians on Instagram stopped pretty much all, a lot of the Canadians stopped following me. Mm. Um, wow. But really? it's like, yeah, the majority Huh. Yeah, it was interesting. So Weird. going back there and poking the bear and just seeing the energetics, there's definite energetic differences depending on the environments. And this is why understanding your environment is so important. And then I, I love what you said about the energetic hygiene. I mean, you know how much I devote myself to this as well. It's so, so important. I would be a puddle of dense shit and tears and rage if I wasn't devoted to my energetic hygiene, to my rituals. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's important for us to like describe what that looks like. Cause there's a lot of people out there who preach a certain, this is how your rituals, your morning routine, energetic, everything has to look, Mm -hmm. but I know you and I do it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for people listening to understand what that looks like now, because even if, even for those of us who are in, you know, like I'm still in Austin, Texas and things are relatively tame here. However, Mm -hmm. I am really starting to feel the dense energies creep in, Mm -hmm. you know, it's cold and flu season, which by the way, everyone still exists cold and flu season. It's not the fucking variant. <laughs> Stop yeah. getting tested. Mm-hmm. It's a cold or it's the flu. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So side note, but side yes. note. Yes. Valid. So there's a lot of dense energies and I've been feeling it so much this year and I've been nourishing myself with more hot foods and just like things that I don't normally do because I'd normally tend to do a lot of fruits and juices and yep. I'm like, nope, soups and broths and yep. hot things and, um, moving in a different way, uh, you know, ensuring that I get my like workouts. If there's only one ritual that I do every day for me, it has to be a workout because yep. otherwise I hold that density in my yep. vessel the entire day. And I bring that density with me when I serve clients and when I'm working and it's just like, That is Mm -hmm. not the energy I want to bring. So let's talk about energetic hygiene and the importance of it today. Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like it's changed. Like now it's, it's not, this is not an option. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is like, has to happen crucial for your well-being and the well-being of the work that you're here to do. Yes. It, for me, it's, uh, it's a Mm non-negotiable it's, and I talk about it with everyone I work with and as much as I can with even like people I'm around, I'm like, there is, there seems to be, and it's funny because like I have, I, we, I have friends here who, you know, are coaches too. And when they come over and they see how I treat them in my space, you know, where I'm like, here's the spring water that I go get up North an hour and a half away every 10 days here is some tea that I made with herbs. And here is 
a nourishing broth. And here is, you know, come sit down here. Let's pray. Let's ground. Like, and, and I have spaces that are made for that. And they come and they're like, holy shit. Like you, you really like, you make everything really ceremonially. And I was, is that a word? Ceremonially? Ceremonial. Ceremonial. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I'm like, isn't, I was surprised to hear that because I'm like, aren't, aren't you doing the same? Like, oh, like, okay, maybe, maybe let this be an invitation for you to see where you can bring more of that in your life as well, because I can't see my life any other way. And so I think when you start practicing and tuning into more of your own energetic hygiene, it's really coming back to like how sacred is your exchange with everything that you choose to do and to be and to have and to utilize in your life, whether it's food or water or practices or whatever. And if you can look at your life in, in different ways of like, okay, how's your energetic hygiene physically? How is it emotionally? How is it energetically? How is it um, mentally? How is it spiritually? Like they're all different components. So physically for me, it's clean live spring water that I go get. It's nourishing foods and that will change all the time, right? Like when I was in Austin, I was basically plant-based fruitarian. And then I came here and it was like, I need meat. Mm -hmm. I need meat now. And it's like removing myself out of the way completely and really tuning into what my body needs and trusting that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's do meat. Let's do bone broth. Let's do more herbs. You know what? This week I need more chaga next week. I can feel, okay. I need more stragulus this week. Great. Like let's do that. And really, um, yeah, just making it that commitment on top of it, physically sweating, huge mm -hmm. need that. Like you said, sweating is massive movement, breath work and baths. Like for me, I can't just go like things are closed here. I can't just go to a sauna. I can't do cold plunge. I have the snow. So I will literally in my apartment where I have a little balcony, I will set up my bath with ancient magnesium flakes and um, my mustard seed blend that I create myself so that it activates my lymphatic system, which is essential for our own energetic physical hygiene, because it just pumps all that energy out all day long. And then I'll go outside and do some breath work in the freezing minus 20 weather Celsius and go back and forth. And I'm like, if that's all I have, great, I will make it work. And that's my commitment, my devotion to my physical energetic hygiene, whatever, whichever way that wants to look like. Um, and then in terms of like my spiritual, emotional, energetic hygiene, it would be a lot of intention, intention setting in the morning. First thing praying, uh, having either mantras or affirmations that work real, like using all like my touch, my voice, my breath and my intention. So where is my energy being directed? you know, in my life, like if I'm going to start my day, like, okay, where do I have clients today? Am I free today? Where is my energy leaking to? How are my boundaries? Where is my discernment? Um, how does my heart feel? Because my heart needs to be open in order for me to have that clarity. I can't do anything if I'm like this, like clogged up being and just focusing on like the doing and forgetting about like, what is this communicating with me? And I think right now, it's very easy to have your heart closed mm -hmm. and it's very easy to bypass that entire experience. And it'll be the easy, it'll be the easy way just shut down and like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing the thing. And for me, it's, that's definitely been a huge practice lately of like, 
Ooh, okay. I'm like noticing this person. My, I can feel my heart close. Like, can I let myself open up a little bit more and remember that this is for me? I'm not keeping my heart open for them or this or that. This is for me because I know I'm better when my heart's open mm-hmm. and I'm more in my energetic sovereignty when my heart's open. So let's do that. And yeah, I think those are like the main things that I do for energetic hygiene. And it's an everyday choosing all the time. Yeah. Every day we choose, we choose how to best take care of ourselves. And you know, the way that I, I describe it to clients is because everyone's ritual, actual rituals look different because it depends Mm -hmm. on what you need, you know? Um, And they change all the time. Yeah. They change all the time. Like I have a, I'm going through a phase where too much activation is actually not good for my nervous system at this moment. Right. Um, so cold plunge is out at the moment, even though right. there was a long period of time where that shit felt so good. Now it's mm-hmm. like, nope, not feeling good. Listen to your body. Yeah. Um, so I always say like, it's gotta encompass, like, you've got to have something for your physical vessel, the physical body. You've got to have something for your spirit, your connection to divinity. You've got to have something for your mind and you've got to have something for your heart. That's it. Just pick what fits where and what feels best for you. Um, but the most important thing that you mentioned is the listening to the body because our body mm-hmm. knows what we need. And I think it's really important to look at the next person or look at someone else on Instagram and being like, oh shit, they're doing this. I should do this so that I can be like them or I can achieve what they achieve. And that's just one giant mind fuck. That's not what it's meant to look like. Right. And, and that doesn't take you into consideration, your health needs into consideration or the, what you're actually experiencing in your human experience into consideration, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what that is. And right now, everyone, I don't care who you are or how bulletproof you think you are. Everyone is navigating some level of shit right now. Yep. Everyone. Can mm-hmm. we just, can people just stop lying about that? <laughs> Like, I know. Well, I think it would like bring them to a deeper level of radical honesty with themselves. Yeah. And I think no matter what, there's resistance in that, No, like yeah. in general. And there always will be like, this is the thing that we get to rec- recognize is like, and that's what I love. Like even just the word courage, it's like courage does not mean like a lot of people, you know, they like, they'll message me on Instagram. They're like, wow, you're such a badass. You're, cur- you're courageous. And I'm like, I hope you realize that me being that does not mean that I don't have resistance or fears that come up. It means that they still come up and I still choose to see them, acknowledge them, welcome them in. I'm not here to go fuck Mm -hmm. off. I'm here to, okay, come, let's sit down. What is this about? Oh, it's because of this. Great. How can I hold myself in this and still choose to go anyways and do the thing and be the thing? That's Mm -hmm. it. Yep. Snaps to that. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. It's like people think, uh, for a long time when I was really, really (laughs) visible, when I was super (laughs) visible, like very, really putting myself out there every single fucking day, Mm -hmm. people would say things like you're fearless and you're this. And and it's like, no, (laughs) like I'm scared every fucking day. Yep. (laughs) Like I feel fear every day. I feel fear before I hit, you know, record or anything like I, I, yes. And that's part of the human existence. That's part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. Like we are built with the ability to feel fear, grief, rage, anger, resentment, all these things, shame. Mm -hmm. We're built with the ability to feel these things. This Mm -hmm. is part of the human experience, which we all get to experience. And when we deny ourselves from a piece of that experience, we're denying ourselves of, of what makes us human. 
you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and right now it just feels like there's a lot of people out there who are denying themselves of that very human experience. Like for example, yep. I feel like this is a good, maybe this is a good connecting point. Maybe it's not. And I'm just going to go in a different direction. Let's see great. what happens. Great, great. <laughs> um, you know, this with everything that's happening in our world, so many of us are feeling called to shift things in the way that we work with clients and, and the mm-hmm. way that we serve and in aspects of our business. Like there's just like this call to evolve mm-hmm. in, in some way. And that in itself takes a lot of courage because a lot of us, for example, me, I'm feeling called to evolve something that already works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I can stay with this because it works. Mm-hmm. And I know it works. And <laughs> there's this other thing that feels a little more aligned with what's happening in, in these times. Mm-hmm. And that requires a little more courage and a little more bravery and more mm-hmm. like now na- navigating a deeper level of my fears. And I think that's what people are being rubbed up against right now. They're being mm-hmm. challenged with something greater that they can evolve into, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's personal or, or in their business and leadership. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can answer that call and you also have a choice to not, but mm-hmm. you're still going to feel the energetics of it. Cause it's still mm-hmm. going to be there in the background. You. Yeah. And I, I think in that, what the biggest like invitation to either choose one way or the other is how strong is your connection to something greater than yourself? Mm-hmm. Because if I, I sense if I've my, if my spiritual practice to God source spirit is not there, if my connection to my work is just about money, or if it's just about creating, and if it's not connected to the movement that I have beneath that under as a foundation, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a loss of faith. There's a loss of connection. There's a lock of that sacred unification to that energetic and that constant invitation. And for me, it's when I realized that your ability to feel all your emotions is completely connected to your ability to have a bigger capacity to feel more of life, to have more of life, to experience more of life. For me, it's like, if I'm not here experiencing and wanting to experience deeper parts of living the full experience, what is the point? Like, what am I doing anyways? Like, don't you want to feel all the things and experience all the things and receive all the things and have more wealth and have more and wealth is not even just money. It's wealth in relationships and health and experiences and receiving and giving and being part of the sharing. The sharing is, is, constantly being fed through your system because you're allowing it to flow through you. And it's not something you're holding on to or trying to control or like it's none of that. It's an allowing and your allowing needs to be connected to something much greater than yourself. Cause or else it's like, okay, you're just doing for Mm self-service. That's okay. That only brings you to a certain, you know, capacity. It's like, okay, it stops here. And then what? And I think a lot of people are disconnected from that. And I think that's what we're being called to do is reconnect even deeper to something greater. Even if it's, again, it doesn't even need to have a name. I think people are, they'll limit themselves of like, oh, I don't believe in God. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's okay. What, what does resonate? Is it energy? Is it universe? Is it nature, spirit, sun? I don't know. Like what I find that, find that thing and commit every day, devote yourself every day to 
connect with that even a little bit more, even if it's 1%, like our friend, Mm -hmm. um, Khalil always says 1% better, like, okay, like 1% fine. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow might be five and the next day might be 50. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that, that, um, having something greater to believe in, to support us and thrusting us forward is so important. Mm -hmm. And, um, it feels like a lot of people are waking up to that need in their own lives. Like everything that's gone on in our world, all the fucked up shit has us feeling things more intensely. It has us questioning what brings us meaning and the things that we thought once brought us meaning are no longer bringing us meaning. There's like a deeper level of meaning that wants to emerge. There's a deeper level of purpose. There's a deeper level of legacy, of, of connection, of intimacy, of, of wanting, of longing, of, of believing. And right now we're all being invited to uncover what that is for, for us. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a deeper level of feeling like, Oh my God. I'm so fucking tired of feeling so much all the fucking time. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. I, I hear you. I hear you. And like you are building such a great expansive foundational capacity that is going to be completely unshakable. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people have that your roots are going to be deep in the ground. And when you have a strong foundation like that, you are able to handle anything that comes your way. Mm-hmm. It's true. And that's what people aren't seeing. They're seeing, I think a lot of people are choosing, maybe not choosing, passively choosing, unconsciously choosing to suffer during this time mm-hmm. um, versus to evolve mm-hmm. or to the, uh, to allow the evolution, mm. you know, uh, allow, you said the word allow earlier and allow is actually my preference to surrender because my brain, like my, my sometimes masculine leading, leaning mind will be like surrender. What the fuck? Um, but allowing makes more sense because that is the essence of surrender. Mm -hmm. But if we were just to allow things to unfold, Mm -hmm. which is really tough, which takes courage, it would unfold beautifully Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we would learn a lot. And so right now we are being gifted with so many lessons and so many learning opportunities and also the opportunity to build grit and resilience and fortify our minds, hearts, spirits, um, which is so, so important. And it's crazy because like, I know we didn't know each other in 2020, but when 2020 hit, it was literally my strongest year ever of my entire life in all ways, like wealth, clientele, um, my body, I'd never been in such great shape. I, you know, my eating everything super strong, bulletproof. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then 2021 hit. And then there was like this death of what once was. And that was pretty much the whole year. (laughs) And then 2022, and there's this interesting energetic. And I think you posted about this. Maybe you didn't, I don't know. I think you did, um, about rest, you know, in the beginning of the year. 
Yes. We, like were, a ta- lot of, yes. we were talking about this. Yeah. Yes, we were. We were. Yeah. And a lot of people are feeling this. Like so many people are feeling mm-hmm. this. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's not just me. Like, no, but there is this energy of like rest and recalibration for what's coming. Yes. And I think because you and I have so many conversations about collective energetics and mm-hmm. there's so much that the collective energetics can tell us. And if we actually start to listen, at least what I've learned now mm-hmm. is if we actually start to tune in and really listen, not to what people are saying they're no. experiencing, but to listen mm-hmm. and feel, mm-hmm. we can actually start to see where our energetics are going. Like mm-hmm. where we, as in humanity, where we're going and I can even feel you're for, you're like so excited right now. I'm so what I'm about to say. Like there's, there's, there's something coming, which is demanding for all of us to rest and recalibrate at this time. So you're busting at the seams, go for it. I'm just, I'm like, I'm just feeling this entire energy, which I love. I love. I, it's funny because like, well, I feel really grateful that you and I are both you know, when you're kind of like in the bubble in, in your own little bubble for a while, you don't, you assume that ev- not everyone, but you know, other people are kind of like you. Cause you're just like, you're in your own energy and you're on, you're in your own field. And then when we started connecting, I was like, holy shit, we feel the same stuff quite often at the same time. And we're able to tap into that collective energy, which I realized not a lot of people are actually able to do. They'll follow things like astrology or whatever, not to say that they're not good or whatever, but there is, or they're projecting their own shit. Yes, totally. <laughs> You're right. That's a thing. And, and then, and then there's this like other layer of depth and you said it, it was your ability to listen. And that requires a lot of stillness, a lot of allowing and presence with everything that we're experiencing, everything that we are. And this is not, again, just like something you sit down once a week for. It's a constant all the time tuning in. And right now I'm witnessing everyone going through this where they're like, I'm trying to do stuff, but it's not going and why, and I don't understand. And, and you said it, it's like, it feels like we're preparing our systems for what's coming. Now, if you want to look at that as a bad thing, you can. And if you want to look at it as a good thing, as a blessing, as a gift, you can also. And that's, again, that discernment of like, where am I choosing to allow this energy to go? Am I going to allow what's coming forward here now and dissolve my need to control how or what shows up when and just trust, especially when my my connection to something greater than myself is so big, so strong, so anchored. How could I not listen to what comes forward and asks me to do, to be right. And I think right now it's, I'm witnessing in so many people, they're like, man, it's like, I'm trying to do stuff. Nothing's happening. I just want to sleep. I want to eat well. I want to nourish. I want to nap. I want, and it's like, okay, good, good. Cause you're building. It's like your armor, your emotional, energetic armor, strong, resilient, adaptable. So that if things do shift drastically, whichever direction is going to go, not only will you be able to be clean, clear, focused, you will also be able to have the ability to listen even more to the little nudges to that energetic of like, go here, do this, do that. 
much easier and it's going to be a better experience for you, whatever that wants to look like. And it's all going to be super individual and unique and whatever. But at, at that point, like it, you will be able to witness the energy come through you and move right out versus come and let it fuck you up and completely distort you. And again, you're going to be like the, the tree who is not grounded in a hurricane and you're just going to let it completely wash up whatever it's going. And it's just going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. So I think right now it feels good to like, right now I'm at this cottage. I've been, you know, does it make sense to be up North? Like yes and no at the same time, but that's what I'm being called to do. So, Hey, I'm here to listen. And it's not just about me. It's, it really, it never is, especially with the work that we do. It's like, okay, how much can I get out of my own way today? How much can I listen to my heart? How much can I listen to the small little whispers in everything and people and situations and experiences and let that be the guide mm-hmm. that requires a lot of allowing for sure. And it's yeah. not easy. It's not easy at first. Cause you're like, what the hell? This goes against everything we've been taught. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. allowing, listening, like really listening to ourselves and our bodies and our innate wisdom and the wisdom all around us, which requires being in the present and anchoring into our presence. I mean, all the things that we're taught we shouldn't do in this go, 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 hustle, do more, be more, go further, mm-hmm. make more mm-hmm. society. And mm-hmm. this is, this is a thing. This is what people aren't seeing is like that, that, that is a very sick way of living. <laughs> like this is why our society is filled with dis-ease and this is not what we want to bring into the new earth. Like no. there's no way in hell you cannot, it won't, it won't work. It won't work. Like, well, it, it won't, it won't work as in it won't build the new earth we envision, but we can definitely bring that shit into the quote unquote new earth and then just rebuild what we are now not wanting to be part of. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing. And it comes down to, you know, comfort zones. Like a lot of people are just more comfortable. I mean, I see this in, uh, we've had some behind the scenes chats about this, like um, you know, influencers and things like that. Like, how are they still showing up in this way? And how, like, what the fuck are they living in a completely different planet? Like what is happening right now? I, think I don't they know. Are. And that's the denial, which creates delusional behavior, but it's also just the denial of, of, it's not that they don't feel something mm-hmm. we all mm-hmm. do. We're all yeah. humans yeah, and we all feel very similarly. It's mm-hmm. just that they're in denial of what they're feeling because they're scared. Mm-hmm. And, and yes. this is where we're at in humanity is that just a lot of people living in fear and, and that mm-hmm. fear shows up in very different ways. And for some, it shows up in clinging on to the old image, the old identity, the old mm-hmm. ways, the old energetics, which eventually I'm... <laughs> It's just not going to work at all. No. You know, it's just not going to work at all. And then there are those who lash out are reactive are, um, you know, very destructive energy. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole other option of like, Hey, I'm just going to like fucking allow and evolve and listen and yeah. slow down and be present, Yeah, which goes against every fiber of <laughs> what I've been taught. Yes. And- yes wow, this is really actually opening things up for me. Like, Mm -hmm. 
this is where we're at people. This is where we're Mm -hmm. at. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, um, for those of you listening who are entrepreneurs too, like, let, let it be known that Tasha and I do pretty well in our businesses. And we, <laughs> we both move to in probably in some people's eyes, like molasses, I mean, compared to some people, right. We move like molasses in their eyes, but we do really well. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, remember when I, I'm pretty sure I told you like in 2021, I crossed my first yeah, year of yeah. my six figure income. And I didn't even realize, and I look back on 2021 and I was like, yo, I barely worked. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, like, I I feel like 2021 was a year of socialization for me. And like a lot of inner work, of course, you know, there there was a lot that came up for me, but I was like, I am definitely nowhere near the definition of what it could technically mean that I'm earning a six figure income through, like, it doesn't make any sense. Technically, rationally, logically doesn't make any sense. And and you said a few things in that that I think really resonate with what you and I have both experienced that have allowed that to come through is our willingness and our ability to welcome in the grieving mm-hmm. because grieving is such an amazing teacher. And I, I've grieved layers of my existence of what I thought Canada was, what I thought home was who I thought I was, who I thought my work was, who, who, who the world, like I've allowed the grieving to crack me the fuck open and let the surrender allowing energetic to come through in my heart and let that be the guide. But I don't think I'd be able to go to those depths if I didn't allow that grieving to be the teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a gift, like grieving. Great. Great. Cause you get to feel it all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, amazing. It, yeah. And it's one of those emotions that we don't want to feel because it feels mm-hmm. hard. It feels tough. It makes us come up against a lot of truths that we don't want to mm-hmm. look at. I mean, when we mm-hmm. met, I was deep in the depths of like my grieving process. And like I said, like last year was a whole dark night for me. And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that I allowed, like, I didn't try and force it. I didn't try and rush it. There were a couple moments. And I mean, like literally just a couple moments when I probably tried to rush it and I was hit physically with something. And so I just allowed, 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 allowed. And underneath the grief was more grief and underneath the grief was more grief. And like the illusions that I had once believed in, grieving that grieving, not seeing my family, grieving the potential of maybe not seeing family members before they pass and grieving Mm -hmm. just so much grief Mm -hmm. and to allow the space for that. It's Mm -hmm. such a gift because Mm -hmm. the way that I look at it is we cannot tap into the fullest expression of something like joy. If we don't tap into the fullest expression of rage or anger, we can't tap into the fullest expression of like bliss and peace. If we don't tap into like grief and sadness, like we have to go to the depths to, in order to rise higher. And Mm -hmm. right now humanity is being, has been gifted this opportunity. Like let's go deep. I want to read some, it's very short, but I want to read it. Um, my friend Derek posted this. I'm not sure. I feel like he probably got it from somewhere. I don't know where he got it from, but anyways, I'll just say it. So God has gifted us with tyranny, 
because humanity has grown to love their slavery. In a society that promises the illusion of freedom and safety, we're suffering in our own comfortability. Only when your back is against the wall will you awaken to the call. So I invite more tyranny and I welcome it because it's destined to fall. Mm -hmm. And in that, I was like, oh shit, if people are being poked in their comfortability right now, Mm -hmm. like with a massive stick that is heavy and dense. And imagine if they just allowed themselves to surrender and just be brought to their knees and feel all the things. Like, I feel like we would receive more of what we're meant to receive. I mean, we're always receiving what we're meant Mm -hmm. to receive, but like, I feel like there would be a lot more heartfelt, grounded, anchored willingness and leader self-leadership if we allowed that Mm -hmm. in our fields. Um, Cause I think right now it's, it's not happening because like we were talking about before, most people are operating from reaction and impulsivity and they're like, Oh, and that's still because there's a, a, an unwillingness to allow the comfortability, this comfort to disturb the illusion of the comfortability that they've been in for too long. Yeah. Thousand percent, mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Um, but sometimes we all just need a good poke from a big ass stick <laughs> yep. to get us out of the comfort zone, right? That's what's happening right now. Yep. You can either continue to ignore the big ass stick that's poking you. Okay. Yep. Or you can be like, oh, hey, stick, I see you. Let me acknowledge what's actually going on here. And yep. that's where we're at. It's all mm-hmm. a choice. It's all an invitation. And at some point that choice is not going to be a choice. And there you have it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, I feel like we could talk forever. I know. I love this. Hashtag what BFFs. What a gift. Love it. What a gift. It is a gift. It's it such is a, a gift. gift. It's a gift. It could become a gift if I had more talent. Because <laughs> our, gift, our gift game is strong, babe. Our gift it game. Is. I haven't actually met someone with strong gift game because I usually win gift game awards. Oh. Um, oh. So it's great. Um, great to receive that too. Mm-hmm. Great to receive it. But uh, <laughs> if mm. you could sum up this conversation in one potent truth what would that potent truth be? I don't think we're ever going to be fully ready for what we receive, but I think that it gets to be a very loving, courageous decision of saying yes to whatever shows up for you. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Simple, but that's what I would say. Yeah. Beautiful. Simple. Mm -hmm. My potent truth stop getting tested. <laughs> Simple, <laughs> efficient, clear, Simple, clean, efficient, clear, clean, all the things. <laughs> Look at that energetic hygiene coming through so well, Ruby. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, Tosh, um, you got to get your ass to Austin, by the way, everyone, she's available. If you live in Austin, please send mm. her your marriage invites so you can get her back here. <laughs> <laughs> yep we're there now this is this is where we're at <laughs> um yep. but really all jokes aside uh Tosh thank you so much for sharing your presence with us on potent truth where can people get more of you mm. 
Mm, and I'll have these links in the show notes. So great you have to spell it out. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> it's so annoying to do on a podcast. I know. Um, I mean, I have my website, but like we were just talking about before, I've, I have not updated in years, um, but I'm very active on Instagram, Tasha Credle. Uh, that's probably the place that I'm at the most. I also have a podcast, Your Expansive Self, on all platforms. You can find it there. Expansive, not expensive, uh, <laughs> but it is that too. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it leaks into each other, but Your Expansive Self. And um, I think, I mean, Facebook, I'm not really on, so don't even bother. Yeah, I think that's the main Perfect. spaces. And then um, we're, I'm constantly cultivating different ways to be of more support. Um, I'm pretty sure this year it's going to be, it's all about support and co-creation. And what that looks like is having a space for people to come and join at a very affordable cost to receive these types of conversations, just to allow them to feel that support and activation and, and that recalibration, right. With breath work and meditation and whatever else is wants to show up. But I'm excited to create that. It's not launched yet, but I've already spoken about it because I can feel it come through, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. And there's lots of community in that, which is amazing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I will have those links and more in the show notes. Tash, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much babe, for having me and um, good job on sustaining all of this potent truth podcast, what you do, who you are, who you be. Cause mm-hmm. I read your book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. By the way, mm-hmm. if you haven't read my book, go get my book. Um, go get mm-hmm. my book. It's on Audible yeah. too. Uh, yes. Tosh, thank you. Yes. I love you. Thank, thank you, babe. you here. I love you. And for everyone listening in, thank you for joining Tosh and I on another episode of Potent Truth, where we are taking on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Make sure you download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. And if you dig this episode with me and Tosh, share it, share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones, just share it, make sure you tag us and feel free to reach out to us and just share your biggest insights from this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then finally, make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of Potent Truth. Aho leaders. Aho.